Warning. 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 This Warning. podcast this may podcast contain explicit, explicit material. material. Listener discretion, discretion. discretion. is advised. You still with me? Good. 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 Let's get into this. 100%. Spicy animals. Welcome back to another episode of the Mixed Media Forest Podcast. This is episode 49. And if you're a first time listener, welcome. This is the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media, seeking out hidden gems for you, the listener. I'm Jason Lampro, and I thank you for joining me. Prepare for fun laughter, positivity, rants, reviews, and recommendations about all things media. And as always, I've got a show that is chock full of fantastic media gems just for you. I hope that everything's been going well with all of you here in Portland, Oregon. It's been so-so. The weather's gotten a lot better. But we're still not actually supposed to be out enjoying it yet. So, that's kind of a bummer. And uh, I've been feeling a little better since last episode. So, this is a great thing. And I'll tell you about that in my health journey here in a few. Patience. We'll get there. First, have you guys ever lost anything? And I don't mean like just something random that you don't need. I'm talking about when you lose something and it gives you that sinking feeling in your stomach. Like if this is lost, I am so out. You know, if this is lost, this is going to end up causing so many problems. The other day I drove to the Safeway by my house. And I got out and I went in and I bought my groceries and didn't have any problems there. And when I brought my groceries back out to the car, I reached into my pockets and I didn't have my car keys. And I didn't know where they were. And I checked my pockets and I checked my pockets again and... I started getting a little frantic, and about that time, my stomach dropped, and I said, oh my god, how I can't get into the car, I'm sitting here in the parking lot with bags of groceries, some of it frozen stuff, and now I'm going to have to call my wife and have her pack the kids in the car to bring me my spare set of keys, just so that I can get into the car, and then after that, I've got to replace my key fob, and that's going to be a good 75 or or 100 bucks at least. I was miserable. I couldn't believe it. I, I never lose stuff like that. I ran into the store. I started walking up and down the aisles thinking maybe I pulled something out of my pocket and just managed to drop them. I swear I would have heard them. They're pretty loud and clunky. But I looked and I walked up and down all of the aisles and 
I walked back out to the car and I called my wife and I did have her pack up the kids and she brought my spare set of keys and I waited and she showed up. I was able to open up my car. I was able to put the groceries in. I went ahead and had her take the kids back home because I just needed the keys to get into my car. But I still, I couldn't leave an extra set of my keys up there at the store somewhere. So I went back in again and I asked a manager and if they would check in a lost and found or if, you know, they could check with any of the cashiers and see if anyone's brought a set of keys up. And they they were great. Safeway was great because she jumped up and just talked to everybody. She said, this this gentleman's looking for a set of keys. He can't find them. You know, if anybody sees them, if anyone brings them up, just let me know. And he's, he's here waiting. And so I went up and down the aisle some more. And I searched some more. And I was getting frantic because where in the world is that set of keys? And then I thought about something that I did when I walked up and, and entered the store in the very first place. I had a handful of garbage from the car and I threw that handful of garbage in the trash can. Ah, yep, that's where I'm going. I'm going to have to go check the nasty trash can. During the height of COVID mania, I'm going to have to dig through a nasty trash can to find my keys. So, <laughs> whatever. No gloves or anything. But I went and told the manager just so that I didn't look like I was just rummaging for cans in the trash can. And she came out and I proceeded to have to take the top off and dig through the trash can, which was thankfully only about a quarter full. But the bottom of it was full of liquid it was that thick yellowish covid cola oh it was so disgusting and i didn't want to touch it but i had to move everything around really good to make sure my keys weren't in there and honestly if my keys had fallen in that liquid they probably would have been destroyed anyway but i looked really really carefully all through it i got my hands disgusting moving everybody's trash Oh, I got the heebie-jeebies so bad. I was like, I'm going to get myself sick again. I know it. And uh, finally, had to give up. They weren't in the trash either. So, again, I just decided, you know, fuck it. At this point, I'm just going to go walk the store one more time. And if not, I'll just call it and hope that someone finds it and sends it to the lost and found. And I'll just be out a set of keys until I can replace it. As I'm going up the last aisle and getting ready to just take off, um, I saw the manager one more time and she walked up to me and she asked if I had found him and I told her no, I, that I was just about to give up right now and that if anybody found him, just let me know. And as I was talking to her, I was fidgeting with my hands and my hands moved around to the back of my pants and they felt this bulge in my back pocket that was smallish and about key size and oh my god I had the keys in my back pocket the whole 
fucking time. <laughs> I was relieved, but I was pissed because I, I couldn't believe after I had pocket checked myself over and over and over after all of the hassle, after having to talk to everyone, after having to dig my hand in the COVID cola garbage can, I had the fucking keys in my goddamn back pocket. Fuck. What a bummer. And of course, I look like double the fool because I pull him out of my pocket right in front of the manager and go, oh my God. And, and she laughed and I was mortified. <laughs> and I told her, thank you. And, you know, to let everybody know that I had found him in that. And then I slowly walked down, <laughs> got in my car and went fucking home. Oh, that was no fun. But hey, I didn't lose my keys. <laughs> that was some fun that I had last week. Uh, nothing like fun times like that to make a boring day feel really awesome. Another thing that I've been up to since last episode is, you know, people watching like usual. One wild thing that's going on right now is is I have this really ostentatious neighbor. The first couple times that I saw him, he was riding a BMX bicycle backwards, but facing forwards and also riding without his hands. So he's obviously some BMX trickster guy or some guy that, you know, at least at one time had hoped that he would become a BMX trickster guy and probably just aged out of it like most people do. Uh, he is still really young, though, probably in his early 20s. And one of those guys that just makes sure that everybody looks at him for some reason or another. I am the total opposite of that. I'm like, if I walk outside, look away. <laughs> but this person just wants everybody to know he's there. So he gets this truck. And it's a big F-150, and it's painted in blue and white, just all over. And so what's he do? He goes crazy. I swear that this guy has bought every single kit that you can put onto an F-150. I mean, he's got the brush bar on the front. He's got the brush bar on the top. He's got the set of KC lights across the top as well, all hooked in with it. He's got the cage across the back window. He's got all of the support beams and bars that go all back down the the trunk and the and the tailgate. He's he's got so much stuff. He's got little spiky things all over the bumper. This motherfucker's building his own Hot Wheel truck out in the driveway. And it's wild to watch. So now, instead of just causing a scene by riding his bike around silly, he's also got a super loud old 
F-150 done up to the gills with every kind of <laughs> every kind of aftermarket anything that you can put on the dang thing and i don't think he's done a single bit of work on the motor it sounds like garbage it's so loud it's miserable when he starts it up and he's parked right outside my living room window ostentatious just he just wants everybody to know he's there so then what's he do after he gets this monster put together he goes and buys another f-150 this one with an extended bed he paints the motherfucker and he starts pulling all the parts off the little one and putting them on the big one. And he proceeded to change out every single part on that thing. From the little one to the big one. He made the same fucking truck basically. But with an extended cab. It's crazy. And I still don't think he's worked on the engines at all. Because the second truck is just as loud. And just as horrible sounding when it runs. Uh, guys, it, it's 2020. You should not be driving around in trucks that are from the 70s and 80s. Motors don't work that well. And especially not if they've been running since the 80s. <laughs> he could have put all of that time and effort into something really nice. Instead... You've got a giant eyesore Hot Wheel that you can barely park into the little bitty parking spots at this apartment. Way to go, dude. I don't know what that rant's all about. Just some silly stuff that's been going on lately. Just stuff that I've noticed. You want to know what else I've noticed? My pants fitting a little bit better. Let's jump into my... Health journey. Oh, yeah, you guys. I've been working it. I've been working it. Because I got on that scale last time. And it hurt my heart. <laughs> I, had got, I have gotten so fat. I've gained 30 pounds this year. Nah, fuck that. So, I downloaded Fitness RPG on my phone. And... I turned on my 10,000 steps, and out of the last 14 days, I've gotten 13 days at 10,000 steps, and it's a lot of work. I don't have a Fitbit. I have to work on just my phone bouncing, and uh, it takes a lot more. With a Fitbit, you can go masturbate, you know, get 500 steps. With a phone, nah. Nothing. You get zero steps for that player. So for 13 days out of the last 14 days, I've been getting my 10,000 steps. Generally means that I've got to spend about 20 to 30 minutes at the end of my day after I get my kids in bed doing cardio. Which is great because I get to listen to some good music, which I think I'll bring up later in the podcast. And uh, sometimes I'll watch a show or, you know, just catch up on some podcasts. 
and the results for all that working my butt off and and cardio almost every day. I'm down six pounds since the last episode. Whoop whoop. Hey, when you're fat, it sheds off like nothing, baby. <laughs> Easy peasy. I uh, I've also been eating a little better, but not so much so that I've been making good choices. I've been eating a little better because I'm still having some crazy toothaches going on. And the less sweets that I eat, the less that I have to deal with my teeth just absolutely killing me. I I really feel like I need to go see a dentist. I'm scared out of my mind to go see a dentist because I had a really bad experience uh, 15 years ago and I haven't gone to a dentist since. But, man, my teeth are bad. The, all of the back teeth are just shredded and, and crumbled. I've, <laughs> I'm so lucky that I've got the front teeth. I'm so lucky that I ended up with the vanity teeth because I've got all my fronts. I smile and they're all there. I mean, you could throw an apple at me and it would stick, but all of my front teeth are there. And it's one of the factors that has kept me from going to the dentist because I'm like, you know, people can't see the damage to my teeth. The only person that it affects is me when I'm trying to eat anything harder than a soft peanut or something. And since this is my health journey, you know, I'm admitting it. I've been brushing a lot more. I've been rinsing all day long with antiseptic rinse and stuff, just trying to keep them happy. The toothaches moved from one tooth to another to another, so I know it's just, it's kind of cascading, and they're all just kind of giving me shit right now. So I guess I'm eventually going to have to call the dentist and, and make an appointment and get some of these broken teeth taken out and... You know, maybe then I'll be able to chew again. That would be kind of nice. So for the health journey this week, big success. Six pounds down, lots of cardio, lots of working out. Uh, on top of that, um, for several of those days of cardio, I also pulled out a 15-pound kettlebell and did a lot of uh, swings and, and lifts and lunges and things like that. Just good... Uh, good core core work and stuff just keeping everything strengthened my arms and my shoulders to get a really good workout at work and stuff i i clean houses all day long and so my arms and shoulders they they feel it good but i could always use more work on my core as well so big big things happening in the health journey feeling good better than last time and i hope it continues to Hope that weight continues to slide off me. I could definitely slide several more pounds off, no problem. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'll let you know next time in my health journey. But really, you guys, enough about me. Because I know what you're here for. You want that sweet, sweet media, don't you? Don't you? Well... Let's get into that then.
for my weekend games. Let's start with a little one. Only one game since last time. Unless you want to count Toy Story 4 Uno with the wife and kids. I mean, it is media. And Uno's a great game. I had a ton of fun, and I love those Duke Kaboom cards. Playing those on people. Kaboom! Take them out, you know what I'm saying? But, enough about Uno. We all know how awesome Uno is. I played on my Switch Ultimate Super Smash Brothers. I had heard about this game for years and years and years. And I've always seen it peripherally. I'll go to someone's house and they'll be playing it, but I won't have a lot of time or something. Or I'll, you know, I'll look up and, and see it on the TV or something. But for some reason, it's just always stayed off of my radar. Well, we got a Switch and we got a few games and it was one of the games. And I beat Pokemon, so I figured let's try it out. I slammed that game in, slammed in that tiny little cartridge, and I got down to it. And Ultimate Super Smash Brothers is such a fun game. Man, I never thought I would have so much fun with arena-style combat. Uh, there are so many characters. I've been playing it for quite a while, and I think I've only unlocked maybe half of them. I've seen my kid's game, and he's got, he's got at least twice as many characters unlocked as I do. But, you know, then again, I have to go to work and he can sit at home and play video games all day. So, hmm, I wonder where he gets the extra time. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Uh, you can pick uh, how long you want your battles to be for. There's, gosh, there's over a hundred different worlds that you can play in for your battles. I have a problem with some of the worlds. I think some of the worlds are a little hard to battle in. There are some of the worlds that move and drop things out from under you and try to drop you in holes. They try to burn you with stuff. They try to attack you with things in the background. Uh, some of them, it's, it's almost harder to get away from the world trying to destroy you than it is to get away from your opponent who's trying to kill you. Uh, I really love the fighting system. Um, it's a it's cool the way you you know to to knock a player out and get points. You have to knock them off of the board, and uh, all of the special moves and stuff are really cool. I've been having a, a lot of fun with it. I mean, I know I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm a dad and I'm playing this game that all the kids have been playing for years. But you know what? That's that's what this podcast is about. You figured it out. In 49 episodes, you finally figured out that this podcast is just about a dad who has a little bit of fun in the couple of free hours that he gets in between working and taking care of children. If you haven't figured that out so far, now you know. Ultimate Super Smash Bros, though, is fire. It's a really fun game. And I had a great time with it. Um, it's one of those ones that I'm looking forward to picking up again. And it's also another one of those ones where you can pick it up, play a couple rounds, and set it down. 
And I like that in a game. It doesn't suck you in like a role-playing game or something that you really have to put a lot of focus in. Just some good, straight fighting action with all of Nintendo's badass characters. And I was really surprised at a lot of the characters that have been popping up. Just, it's always a surprise as to who the next character is going to be that unlocks. And then, it's, can you beat them so you can unlock the character? Or are you going to have to wait till next time? I recommend it. I highly recommend it. If you like fighting games, it's fun and it's challenging. And it's a little bit different from the normal fighting game. But I don't have to preach to you because I've heard how much people love Ultimate Super Smash Brothers. They throw Smash parties all the time on my Discord. I see that stuff every day. So, smash it up, you guys. I'm with you. I finally climbed on board. I'm sitting on the Super Smash Brothers bus with you guys now. Feels good, man. That's it for Weekend Games. For my weekend movies. Again, another small one. Just one. But it's a really good one. I watched Cabin in the Woods. You guys, how did I miss this movie? What the hell? How did you guys let me miss this movie? It was a recommendation from one of the guys at work. And I... Decided to give it a go. I had seen it in the past. And I saw the cabin. And I just thought it was going to be a ripoff of Evil Dead. Or, you know, another one of the Cabin in the Woods type movies. Where, you know, it's young teens go to the cabin in the woods. They do drugs and have sex. And then something kills them. And it's it's kind of the same tested and true cookie cutter movie trope but nope i was pleasantly surprised by cabin in the woods they took my expectations and they shattered them i kind of thought i knew what was going on for the first five minutes <laughs> and even all the way up until the the kids found the room full of relics, which I'm not going to go much further into the movies because I don't want to give spoilers, but there's a room full of relics. And I thought, oh, well, certainly this is, you know, they're going to call something into being from this room full of relics and it's going to kill them. And it's going to be like every other cabin in the woods movie. But again, I was so wrong. The levels that Joss Whedon went to in this film. It's it's fantastic. There was so much good action. There was so much intrigue. There was there was craziness. There was every kind of monster that you can think of in this movie. You think there's one monster? Oh fuck one one monster. You think there's a a group of monsters? <laughs> there's there's so many monsters in this movie. It's awesome. I can't give you guys spoilers because I went into it knowing nothing. And I think it was so much better because of it. 
But if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I would call it a media gem because it's that fantastic. It's an incredible movie. Like I said before, directed by Joss Whedon. Guys, grab your girls and kick back and watch this for a movie night movie. It is super fun. And if the girls give you any lip, just tell them that Thor's in it. That's right. Big, handsome Chris Hemsworth himself dashes the silver screen in Cabin in the Woods. He's a... And his stunt at the end of the movie, killer. So killer. You guys will really dig it. Check it out. Media Gym, Cabin in the Woods. That's it for my week in movies. For my weekend pods. I don't normally do this, but I've been thinking about a lot of pods that have passed. There's a lot of them out there. As I was clearing my active list of podcasts, I was thinking about some of the pods that are no longer with us today. So I decided I'd have a small pod funeral in their honor. Here are a few. I know there are so many more. But here are a few that I actually listened to. And I'm sad to see them past. The Bizarre Podcast. Welcome to my show with Michelle K. Gill. I miss that one so much. It was a great show and Garbage Kitchen would have been spectacular. Piping Hot Tea. I was just getting into you and then you were gone. For better or worse. For better or worse, I dug them from the very beginning, but it faded away. Comedy a go-go. Great, funny, very reverent, but alas, like everything else, gone too soon. Bobby Ray talks about everything. Going postal. The channel surfing pod. Across the creek. Across the creek, why did you have to go? I've never watched Dawson's Creek before. I was learning so much. And yet, in two short episodes, you've left us bereft without you. How about the What It Do podcast? The Higher Education podcast? Another. I watched that podcast grow from infancy. Only to fade away. Any podcast. The podcast factor. And lastly, and I hope this one isn't true, 
the We Don't Have Cookies podcast. Don't leave, Jason Marshall. Please. Please. I need my We Don't Have Cookies. Let us all have a moment of silence for our lost brothers and sisters in podcasting. All right, that's enough. Your podcast catchers will probably cut out the silence anyway. We miss you guys. We love you guys. We hope that you come back someday. But until then, best wishes. And rest in peace. That was my Week in Pods. For my Week in Apps. Another solo contender but a great one and a callback my weekend apps features as the media gym <laughs> fitness rpg app i have been having a lot of fun with this i'm really invested i'm building up my characters i'm fighting through my rpg world I'm saving people, I'm leveling up, I'm getting experience for my characters, which makes them even stronger, I'm fighting in arenas, I'm having a fun time with this game, and on top of it, it's making me sweat, because you don't get that energy for free, Jack, nah, the energy that you get in the fitness RPG game, you have to earn by stepping I've got mindset at 10,000 steps. You get a chest for your steps as you go through the day. You get like a 50 chest, a 200 chest, a 500 chest, a thousand, a 3,000, a 5,000, and a 10,000. And each chest gives you progressively better bonuses. So it's worth it to work and get that 10,000 steps a day so that you can level up your characters as much as possible at the end of the day and then go on to fight in the arenas or battle your way through the world and they'll get farther along. Uh, Every time you step and you get energy and you build up your characters and you get farther in the game, it feels like a great accomplishment and I've been working my butt off to get my 10,000 steps a lot of the times at the end of the day it's 10 o'clock I get my kid in bed and I still need to make up 6,000 steps and that means that I gotta run for 40 minutes to to get all those steps and it's worth it it's great 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 cardio and since I don't have a Fitbit I'm not a cheater I'm just working on the phone's accelerometer which means I got to work extra hard to get those steps. It's a lot of hustle, which is great because I needed to lose weight anyway for my health journey and all that fun stuff. So if you guys need a little something to take your mind off of just boring exercise, because that's honestly most of the time when we don't exercise, it's because we're like, yeah, that sounds miserably boring. But this is kind of a fun way to reward yourself for working hard and i love little things like that that aren't in the form of 
cupcakes or brownies. So good on you, Fitness RPG. I have been having a couple little buggy things here and there. Sometimes the game doesn't load up as well as it should or it takes a, lags a little bit. But otherwise, it's been working great for me. Been having a really good time leveling up all my characters. There's a whole bunch of cool um, different armor features and gems that power your characters up. There's pets that you can unlock with puzzle pieces that give you special buffs and stuff. It's it's a really well thought out game. There's a whole lot of stuff that you could do to keep yourself interested and to keep yourself wanting to get steps so that you can keep building your characters. Every time you work hard and level up a character, like you didn't just sit there on the couch playing it. You had to move. You had to get steps in to build up those characters. So there's a physical sweat investment in making your characters buff. So when they do go out into the world and they stomp through some battles and they get you way farther in the level, it makes you feel good. You worked for that shit. You earned it. So, uh, again, if anyone's looking for something to get some steps in, you know, get you off the couch, get you moving, and uh, and a, maybe a little fun little RPG as well, uh, check out the Fitness RPG on your app store. It's pretty badass, and it's making me work, which is uh, really tough to do sometimes. So good on you guys. Good on you for making me hustle. I needed it. That is my weekend apps. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, yo, yellow boy, why don't you rewind that? I forgot something, you guys. There is one more app that I wanted to tell you about. Like, here, here it goes. And that concludes my weekend apps. I know, tricked you, right? Hey, man, Anchor's running the show. Anchor is who I chose to record with. And you know what? Anchor is a fine podcast app. Also, that ad gets me like, 10 bucks a month in revenue, so I gotta show some love. Alright, let's get onward and upward to my weekend shows. This is the big daddy right here. I have watched a ton of shows. Um, I still am watching every episode of Ridiculousness. The funny thing is, is it's gotten to be where they're playing so many old episodes that I never know if I'm watching an old episode or a new episode now, except for maybe the set's a little smaller and stuff. That's that's about the only way to know. Uh, it's such a great show, though. You know, tons of fun viral clips. Even if you've seen them half a dozen times, it's entertaining to see people get hurt. It it really is. Uh, other than that, I just started on this one comes highly recommended from many podcasts. I just started watching 90 Day Fiance with my wife and 
it's a shit show, you guys. <laughs> I know at this point, I don't know if any of them are going to make it, but it, I haven't watched any reality television in a really long time. I'm, I'm super empathic and watching people be upset and cry and have hurt feelings like hurts me, but it's been a while. And, you know, sometimes you just need a little Scheidenfraud. So we started watching 90 Day Fiance and it fulfills it. Why? My only question is, is what makes people think that they can just go to another country, find someone in a week and expect them to just come to our country and marry them? And yet... There's so many people doing that that they can make a highly successful television show about it. <laughs> this show isn't for the faint of heart. But if you've been through a few relationships and you know what to look for, the red flags and such, this show is a blast. I point it out now. I'm like, ooh, look at that disinterested look. Oh, that's not good. You know, oh, trouble in paradise. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure everybody's going to be super happy that I'm finally watching 90 Day Fiance because like I said, it's been being recommended to me for years now. So finally getting in on that one. I also finished the final season well the final season that's out anyway of south park season 23 and god damn it south park you have your fucking finger on the pulse still to this day still to this day those storylines hit so close to home all of the pc the cancel culture stuff uh Jeff Bezos, oh man, the alien Jeff Bezos, you will be fulfilled, was so awesome. You guys got your finger on the zeitgeist. You know what's going on. They were even talking about uh, racial struggles and protesting and stuff. And this is even before any of this stuff happened. I, I swear sometimes that they are from the future. Because just it's amazing the things that South Park predicts. They're almost like the Simpsons. I don't know if maybe if you just throw stuff at a wall that every once in a while you're going to get something right and it's impressive. But South Park just hits you with them over and over and over again. It was entertaining. I loved all the fun stuff with Tegrity Farms and... And the marshes and their cannabis business and stuff. I loved Tally making it come back. That was one of my favorites. I've loved Tally for so long. And he's always so, so high, you know. <laughs> Tally's the best. Uh, I was really sad that they ousted Mr. Hanky, though. Because Mr. Hanky is one of my other favorites. And uh, this is not cool, man. It's not cool to oust Mr. Hanky like that. Where's your Christmas spirit? But anyway, yeah, just, um, you know, not the best season, not the worst season, but still 
highly entertaining. Lots of fun. Lots of lots of neat gags and and lots of poking fun at at what's currently going on right now in the world. And last, but certainly not least in my weekend shows, and my favorite show that I've picked up this week, I just started watching, also mega highly recommended by so many people, I just started watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. I know, I know, right? I should have watched it years ago. It is so good. I'm almost done with the first book of the three books. The characters are fantastic. They're so fun. The world building is awesome. The 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 element bending and stuff is super cool. It gets me pumped. I want to be an airbender. I want to be a waterbender. I want to be a, I don't know about a firebender. I I've been burned way too many times in my life. I don't think I'd want to be a firebender. I don't I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to end up like poor Prince Zuko. Oh, and speaking of Prince Zuko, I got to say that the MVP of Avatar the Last Airbender is is Uncle Iroh. That guy is the coolest. That guy has the best philosophy on life. And he's a bad guy. Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix currently. So y'all can watch it. Really simple, Simon. I know everybody's got Netflix. Who doesn't have Netflix? If you don't have Netflix, you're at least borrowing Netflix from a friend, right? And uh, I really highly recommend it. I, I should have watched it years ago. And it, I think it was right in between uh, when my ex and I broke up and when I got with my wife. So there was a section where I didn't have kids and I didn't have any kid stuff going on. And I think that's when Avatar fell in between in those years. And it was only a couple of years because I'm a glutton for punishment. Gotta have Gotta have children to take care of, right? It makes you feel responsible. <laughs> so Avatar, The Last Airbender. It's got great characters. It's got awesome action. It's got cool mystical arts. That's a goddamn garbage truck driving by while I'm recording those fuck faces. And really, just check it out because it's super superb. And that's it for my week of shows. It's time for Random Thoughts. Back in my day, taking a selfie meant something completely different. <laughs> hey everybody, it's time for... That's right, Pod Watch. This is a section of the show where I give you some pods that you need to put in your ear holes immediately because they're that good. For the first podcast on Pod Watch, I give you 
I Call Bull Show, hosted by Native, that's N-8-I-V-E. This is a society, culture, and conspiracy podcast. It's uh, also on my home base, Anchor, so I got a lot of love right there off the bat. It's, uh, it's only been out for a short time. They've got five episodes. I, I love the host, Native. He cracks me up. He's serious, but he's funny. So you get a good mix in there. Uh, the latest episode is uh, Welcome to Whoville. And Native talks about the connection between 5G and Bill Gates and how Bill Gates is involved in a whole lot of wild stuff, a lot of which strange vaccines, strange vaccines that are tested all over the world for weird reasons, and uh, it all kind of works its way back into big pharma. So it's pretty eye-opening, and it's a lot of stuff that might make you scratch your heads a little bit and say, that's kind of strange. And uh, Native is great for pulling that stuff out. You know, he he makes you laugh, but there's enough seriousness in it that it really pulls you in. He's also got a homie that comes onto the podcast with him sometimes. And uh, that guy is really, really nuts. But I don't want to give anything away. But I do definitely recommend that you check out I Call Bull Show, hosted by a native. It's a brand new pod, and it's super. For the next podcast on Podwatch. Wait. Podwatch! <laughs> it's the Cabinet Podcast. The Cabinet Podcast has been on Podwatch in the past because I really love the quality of podcasts that the Cabinet Podcast puts out. They are usually pre-written audio dramas. They've got great musical backdrops to them, lots of sound and, and great editing. And their horror stories all focused around video games and consoles. And it is an excellent, excellent excellent podcast it's so much fun to listen to the stories are so creepy the host is fantastic he writes some killer stuff sometimes you gotta wait a little bit but the cabinet podcast is super high quality as a matter of fact episode 40 just dropped it's called my pandemic And it features the hit PlayStation game, The Last of Us. So, gaming, horror, audio drama, what more do you need? Check out the Cabinet Podcast, you guys. Tim Gibson is excellent. I've been around for the whole run, and I've had so much fun with it. And last but not least, on... Podwatch. Yeah, I didn't feel like throwing it in. Is 
the Strangeful Things podcast. It's a podcast devoted to true crime, the supernatural, and anything else that isn't quite normal. It's super fun, super funny, and they bring you a new story each week to entertain and delight. As a matter of fact, I got a promo. Check it out. What do cannibals, secret codes, and scientists, sex wizards all have in common? They are all topics we've covered in episodes of Strangeful Things. We bring you a new story every week and do our best to turn you on to things you might not have heard before. We'll still hit the big topics sometimes too, but we'll always shoot to bring you a fresh perspective and our own special recipe of inappropriate jokes no matter what we cover. From true crime to cryptids to conspiracies, we'll tell you stories about stuff that's weird, gross, scary, and neat, sometimes all at once. That's why we had to invent the word strangeful. See, Murder, Bigfoot, Ghost Net, Inslaw Things is a terrible show name. Oh, and the show is not for kids and definitely not safe for work, unless the place you work at is super chill and cool. To subscribe... Visit strangefulthings.com or search for Strangeful Things on your podcast platform of choice. That's Strangeful Things, making weird shit fun to hear. You had me at sex wizards. Once again, everyone, that's I Call Bull Show, The Cabinet Podcast, and Strangeful Things. Three fantastic podcasts that you guys need to check out immediately all right immediately after you listen to this podcast now as a special treat i went all the way to tibet and i got monks to sing the podcast theme for you because i wanted you to have something beautiful <laughs>